in college. This was at Northwestern, so a school that we transferred to. I meet this girl, Hannah. Shout out, Hannah. We just kind of like click, become good friends. So it was the – actually, I think this was our senior year. Sorry. Next year, um, after we've known each other for a little bit, we decided to go to um, a concert like two hours away and come back for this was Sunday night go come back for like the beginning of like our senior year classes on Monday and we both are the same exact way like we cannot we cannot drive we can't do it so it was like I kid you not it was like we would drive for 30 minutes we'd have to pull over you know slap ourselves do some lunges put some like cold water on us switch drivers drive another it was the longest trek back because we were both so tired i i wonder if she remembers this but we got so annoyed with each other because we we both were like yeah we're fine we can do it because we figured we were on the concert hype again downplaying our ability to drive while we're tired and we were just so pissed at each other because we were like well you said you could and we were like well you said you could and we figured we realized we we were great friends and we love the concerts, but we, we got to bring a third person solely to maybe drive <laughs> at night because it ain't yeah. going to be good for us. So that's or get a yeah, that, that could have been, so I mean, funny. honestly, we thought about like, should we just sleep for a couple hours and then Do you just pull go? We, honestly, we should have, I think at that point we were like, we're dedicated and I guess we had classes the next morning or something, so. Hey, it's Casey. I'm Meredith. And this is Kiera. And we're three best friends in a long-distance relationship. We've learned some valuable lessons along the way over the last 10 years of being friends. Now let's get to it, because... Reds up. Oh, I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Hi, guys. Welcome back to the It's Been Forever podcast. You know, it's been a while. So I'm Kiera. I'm Casey. And I'm Meredith. It's, I know. It's been, it's a, been a while. while. It's been forever. It's been, it's been forever, forever, but it has been a while. <laughs> yeah, a maybe while. maybe we're rebranding. I don't know. It's it's a surprise to us all. Um. Yeah. It's been since last <laughs> Wednesday. It's just we're it's been it. it's since been the week. last pod. <laughs> Actually, but you know our initials are IBS. So it's not IBS. That's irritable bowel syndrome. Fr- You're right. I mean, it's close. It's close. But, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> close to IBS. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's, I honestly got tripped up because yeah. And then you in my head, I was like, it's yeah. not that other I thing. That. And it's then I said the other close. thing. You know what I mean. Oh, gosh. Well, anyways, yeah, welcome yeah. back, you guys, like to that. episode 13 of the podcast. Um, we have a fun topic to talk to you guys about today that I think parts of it will be super relatable and parts will just be kind of funny and you'll get to know us on, you know, a different level. Um, but before we get into it, um, okay, I kind of have a random life update and please, guys, chime in with any kind of week update. But yeah, I'm so um, excited. I'm literally so excited. No, this is fresh. Unless unless I have said it, but I really don't think I have. Um, you know the 75 hard mare as you've done, you know. Haven't you done the 75 hard? Uh-huh. Dang. That's actually really impressive because I feel like I'm struggling on day like 11 and I'm doing the soft version and I'm like, do I need to restart? But um, 
anyways, I thought I was going to yeah. be really like really good, really healthy and meal prep. Right. And I got some like beef. I'm, I'm making this little beefy, beefy thing. thing. I don't even know this like special yeah. Trader Joe's pasta, this beefy thing with sauce and stuff. I mean, OK, essentially uh, spaghetti, beef. but it's like this <laughs> certain kind of spaghetti from Trader Joe's. But then it beef in it. Well, where the beef comes into play is the next morning I woke up with like extreme sharp pains in my stomach that I was like, am I okay? Like I don't really wake up. I'm a heavy sleeper. And even if I have pain, I nor- I can wake up in the normal hours and be like, okay, ouch, something hurts, whatever. But this was like, I woke up in the middle of the night um, from pain and yeah. I could not eat like for the whole day. And I think it was the well, freaking Tell beef. us about the beef. Tell us like what was the situation with the beef? Like did I you leave it out? Like I, beef. I feel like there's was it food poisoning? something happening. I maybe Yep. Yeah. I knew it. Well yep. you said trade. I knew it. Okay, this I is gonna, it. This is it. gonna expose myself. <laughs> this is gonna expose myself. I don't claim All to be right, a chef. Let's do it. Okay. So the the meat that I put in the freezer, right? I kinda like left it out for a little <laughs> bit to thaw. Parts of it were still frozen, but no, I was like, fine. you know, I'm just so far, kind of impatient fine. and I want to put it on the oven. Okay, well, that's good. But I, no, I in my head, no, I was like, maybe it's because it was frozen. And then, yeah, I, no. yeah oh, no, yeah. Because it is, I mean, it was I thought you were going to say like you left right? out the meat. It was, like, there was nothing pink. Well, there's the no, that's totally then... fine. As long as there's no pink in the ground beef. Oh, no. Which, honestly, even that, I've done that. If you leave it out for like a day yeah. or two, that's when it's no. Like, well, no, no, here's the thing. Know? I don't think it was pink. Like, it didn't look pink. But then I feel like when I was eating it, I was like, it kind of tastes weird. Oh, maybe. So I don't know if it batch. was like o- old meat. Oh. Maybe I had a bad batch. And maybe I had. And then. Maybe you got a bad batch. Kira, it, I don't think it was okay, your fault. You. That makes me feel better because no. I thought it was because I was a bad chef. And that I got food poisoning, well, and you, I don't I know mean, how to you cook. Were a vegetarian yeah. for the beef. No, I don't think it's your, of your fault. Life, so that's you do get it passed on cooking beef. <laughs> so, are you still gonna like? Yes, shop at yeah, like, that's true. Is this There's a little gap there, and you're not. Okay, you're scarred. I'm a little scarred, but I think where you know our topic today comes into play. One of my I'm just going to dive into it. One of my fears is like that I'd get a parasite and then it would like eat me, yeah. but then it would like eat my whole like lining of my stomach and then I die. Like I, I think I actually have a fear of like eating something bad and then there's like parasites in me. I mean, it maybe that's rational. I don't know, go, but, but I think you're pretty careful. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. Um, Ooh, yes. Okay. I have a story. So when I was home in Pennsylvania a month ago, my cousin's husband, who we, we know, he went to Heston, uh, he, he told us that one morning he, like, went to the bathroom. Or, like, he was, Stop. no, he was driving to work and he felt like Ew. it, he said it felt like his, like, butthole, like, quivering. <laughs> and he was like, oh, man, I really have to go to the bathroom. So he, he went <gasps> and he to pull it out. And <gasps> there's, like, there was a parasite. There's, like, a tapeworm. Like he like pulled it out. He showed us a picture of it. He showed us a picture of it. I I can't remember if he pulled it out or if he saw it in the toilet. I think he pulled it out because he he showed us a picture of it. He took a picture of it and it was laying on like a a piece of tissue, toilet paper, or like uh, what's it called? Toilet paper. Thank you. Um, 
it was like 10 inches long and he he yeah yeah and he looked it up online and it was like they said it, it lays something about like are a you is he wait so are there worms? eggs inside of him did he go to the doctor <laughs> so i probably so he had to he like yes and he had he like took an antibiotic and i think he's fine i haven't oh, heard an update since so i guess no news is good news but but yeah, yikes. So that's kind of a valid fear. Also, I he like is yeah. a hunter. Like he eats like what he hunts. I was just going like, to ask how he thinks you know what he I mean? got like, it. I, like from like so a deer or maybe something? Maybe there's something maybe with it, that. Uh, I don't know. I, you know that one episode of The Office where Kelly is like, I hate this tapeworm that's inside of me because Creed sells her a tapeworm. Yes. <laughs> that was no tapeworm. Oh. Yes, yes, for the challenge. <laughs> so like, get, like lose an weight, wasn't it? <laughs> and he's like, that was no tapeworm. That's all I can think about in that. Like, uh, yes, that's yeah. so dis- that's so disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna send you guys a reel. Then I saw a reel then that I sent to my cousin, and it was a cow running like on the road, or no, it was a bear. It was a what? bear, like a black bear running on the road. And there was there was like lines, like strings coming out of its butthole, like tapeworms. Yeah, My jaw is to the too, floor. It right now. was nasty. Yeah. Goes right through. Yeah, because they probably eat. Because they probably eat yep, whatever strings. they see. It's really common in kids, apparently. So gross. In kids, yeah, like one of my um, coworkers, his son, I think, is like I don't know four or something, and he got sick, and then like yeah, pooped out a, a worm, and then my boss was like try to be concerned went to the doctor and they're like actually this is kind of common in kids no one really talks about it but like they feel sick and then it like passes pretty easily but it is because they just and then they just poop out the worm and then they're fine random stuff you know what i mean yeah and then i mean then they're fine i think kids kids bodies sometimes are like yeah like way more immune to a bunch of stuff probably okay i do have a little bit of a confession i know this isn't last week's episode but so when I was a little girl, oh, okay, okay, so give me a pass because I was literally like five, didn't know how to like wipe. Like I knew how to wipe, but I was going the wrong direction. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So front to back. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I remember having that discussion with my mom because I was doing it the wrong way too. Yeah. Not back to front. Mm. I was going the wrong way. Okay. What? I didn't mm-hmm. like... Maybe my mom told me. I don't Uh-oh. know. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. That's what happened. Back to front. And I gave myself a little bit of a situation. It's just as easier. With some worms. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I know. What? Well, okay. We need to ask Kath because With worms? I had to take medicine because. Wait, I'm so confused. I had, I had, was having worms. I don't like, and remember I was like five. So like, I don't, my recollection it was so okay. It was so how itchy. uncomfortable like, I just was that? Oh, okay. oh my gosh! <gasps> yes, you wanting to we'll like have to itch ask, down there. Oh, I know. Gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My we'll have to ask Kathy for more details, but I don't remember. But I remember I had to take that medicine. Is so that is so like gross. Nasty bananas. And then they said you'll just poop it out. It's fine. So Please. I was one of those kids that got worms. It is very common because it was it was one of three. I don't know. Ooh. I just made that stat up, but yeah. No, yeah. I, I yeah yeah. Uh-huh. So You're anyway. like that dog that rubs its butt against the well, carpet. That's like why dogs do and that. And I, I didn't even see that coming out of myself. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, I had worms. <laughs> yeah, I just. You're so. like, I have this so, memory, actually. Moral of the story, ladies, front to I back. remember. Front to back. Wow, that's wild. 
Yeah. And don't eat raw meat. Yeah. Just be careful what you back. eat. Pretty yeah, much. Sure That's probably understood, but don't yeah. eat raw. That's I a given. Know. Cook your meat. No, I think we. I think we need to move on yeah. from worms. Yeah. We're talking about fears today, so we're gonna try and guess what each other's Love fears it. are. Um. Okay, Kira. For you, your biggest fear is you have to wear your old wardrobe for the rest of your life from 2010 to 2018. <laughs> 2010 to 2018. Stop. The Chevron. The mint. That's so that. good. Maxi dresses, skirts. You have to wear that for the rest of your life. That's bad. Same. That's Meredith. my biggest fear is Kiera dressing That's like that. good. And yeah, yeah definitely so a fear of mine. That's my fear for you. That was a, a good great one. one. My guess for Kiera, yeah. knowing Kiera, she's a seven. She loves people. She loves like, she's kind mm. of, uh, you're less like this now, but yeah. sevens tend to be very like emotionally avoidant. And because of that, I think that you have a fear of being alone. Or you have to sit on a stage and tell everyone mm. how you feel. Mm. It's thousands of people. Thousands of people. Okay, and that you have one to I would hate down to the more. nitty gritty of how you feel. Ooh, that's that's biggest fear. Oh god. Yeah. Thousands of people. Oh. Someone asks you when was the last time you cried and why? That's your biggest fear. So I, I think I would have an answer for that. The being alone, I do feel like that would have been <laughs> a like maybe like five year ago me. Now I feel like I'm so in my head, like all of my thoughts. I'm like, eh, okay, my mind is just running. It's more exhausting now being alone than anything because oh, yeah. I'm like, I've known to bounce these ideas off. I do. I really do love and being you love Kiki days. Now. I wouldn't have always said that. So so that that's a good one too. So what is your actual fear? What do you think your biggest fears are? Okay, this is and I okay, my biggest fear ever, which I think is a very I would say rational fear, and it's probably a ton of women. Probably every woman has had this fear actually. So I wanna say that ahead of time. But like Getting sex traf- oh, yeah. trafficked, getting kidnapped, totally. getting taken, getting trapped in something that I can't get out. Like the oh, show You, yeah. I love watching it, but I'm like, if that was ever me, like I would oh, forget about gosh. it. Or like getting raped, getting whatever, like mm, getting taken from my world involuntarily is always been a fear of mine. I don't know if I like read a magazine when I was younger and the girl, I don't know, got kidnapped and raped in something and then like 10 years later, maybe like escaped something like that it was like some kind of a you know rescue story but I feel like there was a kind of a craze when we were in our like tween years where they would talk about missing girls a lot and I bet you saw like Mm. a documentary on like yeah what's that 90 minutes or something you probably saw something on there that's what it yeah. was. What is it? 60 Probably. minutes? Probably. No, I say 90. Put, 90 yeah, 60 minutes. 120 minutes. minutes. I don't. 60. <laughs> 20 minutes. An hour and a half. Okay. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 92 and yeah, a half Yeah, I think hours. that would be so the first. Scary. That's the first thing that came to my mind. And so and that's it, super I do listen valid. to a lot of like crime podcasts and stuff too, which in some ways I really do love, but I just have to like space it out, especially like at night or whenever it's dark really that I don't like get totally freaked out but I have learned a lot of like how to you know what measures I should be taking like in a 
um, you know, parking garage or whatever it is, like just having to be always on the note, always alert. But that's, yeah, that's my yeah. most, my biggest fear, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Should we do case next? Yeah. I have a feeling that we're going to get to the end. And I'm going to be like, yeah. All yeah. Oh, same. Mine. Same. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. I'm like, Adopting no, that's totally mine mm-hmm. too. But that's not what I wrote. But yeah. You go first, Key. <laughs> I said living in your current apartment no, for I the mean, rest it's of your not, life. It's really not bad. I act like it's blah, blah, blah. But I, I mean, it is. Oh, I, I know. Just the of the day, I'm like, I, I think I'm going to be really sad when we leave our apartment because it is like, it's really... Oh, oh it's really wow. sweet. I mean, you saw it when it was like empty, but like, yeah, we, I don't know. It's just, it's homey. And it's like the first place we've had together and we've lived here for like almost five years. So it's just, you know, kind of sweet. I don't know. That is sentimental sure. though. Can I change mine then and say living at your old situation for until Amen. you die? Amen. Okay. There it is. Amen. Yeah. With context, they lived with another couple. So just that for the rest of your life i will say that uh fear having to share kitchen having to share living space having to share all of that stuff and really you're confined to a bedroom because like it was like their house and so we were just like living in it is horrible like what's yours and even the little possessions that you have like it's like i don't know no yeah it's if you feel claustrophobic so if you've ever like lived with someone but you don't actually feel like you can touch anything that is the worst feeling in the world so i hear you yes agreed that's what i'm gonna go with like times a thousand kira yes Ugh. Ugh. oh no yeah this is probably gonna be like so off base though but just thinking of like your car your experience with cars and you've had a couple of like little fender benders but i have a feeling i don't th- but i don't think this is true are you like really afraid of getting in like no. a car crash? Not at all. That's okay. Actually- <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, no. I can pretend to be. So I can pretend to be based on what you're saying. Yeah. Don't please, okay. please be. I'm so scared. What are you actually afraid of? Um, kind of going along with Kira's thing of like living like a. This is gonna sound like really rude because that's just how I do. But let me expand on it once I say it living a really basic life so I'm not someone who's like I can't wait to like live in this situation and wake up in the morning and like do the same thing all the time and like have my cozy home and like that's like that's cool that's just like a byproduct I feel like of living a rich life doing experiences Mm -hmm. traveling going places um and then pursuing dreams so, like, I, it would be very regrettable and sad life and very fearful of me to live a very safe life and never push myself to to do things that I haven't done before simply because I'm scared of it. I don't like that. And when people are like, no, I don't want to do that. I haven't done mm. that before. I'm like, why? And so I, my fear is that I would fall in to just, like, a basic life of – I'm not going to do it because I'm scared or this, that, and the other thing. This is holding me back when it's like the only thing holding Mm. me back is just myself being afraid of it. I never want to turn into that. So that's like a big fear of mine that I just lose my sense of self and adventure and yeah, that I just fall into the swing of life and people are like, you know, life is busy and you just, you just go from one thing to the next and then you're like, 
oh yeah we haven't gone anywhere we don't yeah we don't do anything like you know mm. we just love our family we just sit at home and I'm like I mean like I get it like I truly truly get it because some, I've had very good memories at home growing up and stuff but there has like there has to be more yeah you don't fit me, that like, mold to continue to you don't fit me. that mold so that's just I me. see that for you too that's just me yeah which is why I moved halfway across the country because that's just right gotta be exciting mm. gotta keep it fresh I like that totally so mayor bear mayor Love it. okay i have mine and you probably already know what it is and kira probably has the exact same thing um everyone decides that they just hate you and never talk to you again oh. <laughs> <laughs> guys i'm not gonna lie oh that's on there gosh. in in one form or another yeah that's good <laughs> oh you know my god um okay, okay. Meredith, I think for you, um, if you had to convert and be Amish um, right now as a 27-year-old, <laughs> I feel like you would hate that. And this is no slander to the Amish, oh but gosh. I just feel like you, you know, growing no. up in a small town, okay, Pennsylvania. they won't hear this. Like, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're, 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 listening. they're not listening. <laughs> Stop. But if you, ha- like, you had to be Amish and you, I mean, you can take no with you, sure, yeah. but like. You have to leave everything you well, know. Well, that's funny because I think Noah would kind of like it. Really? In a weird way. I don't think I don't think he would like like it for more than like a, a year. But like huh. it's your life now. I think that he's your life now. He would kind of be into it, you know? Whereas I would be miserable. Yeah. That's just like gr- grueling labor. Oh, I, like I the would work claw that my eyes you out. have to do. I'll claw and, my eyes out. Oh, totally. Blech. I need my, I need it, you know, to go to sleep. I need like 20 minutes of whatever comfort show I'm watching at that time. You can't do that when you're Amish. Or even a couple episodes back when you're talking about how, you know, all of the things that would send your Mennonite ancestors into a coma. If you haven't watched that, go back a couple episodes and watch that. Um, Or listen to it. But when you said that you um, officiated a wedding and I'm like, you would not be able to do nothing like that in the Amish communities. So just say goodbye to all of those no. things yeah because you're going to be officiating weddings like left and right now you just officiate yeah you're just this yeah wedding, I'm, that I'm, this is a plug if you place. want meredith to officiate your wedding so, yeah so if you actually want meredith yeah, sign me up so go ahead and just dm us and right we'll, she's I free a thousand dollars whoa wow yeah i'm pri- i'm pricey i know my worth i'm just gonna be making that oh, must bank. have been a really good ceremony um my fears i actually wrote down number one the one that i uh, interact with the most is spiders. Yeah, you don't. Ugh, yuck. I just any can't kind of spider can't. Okay. No, any kind. Because even the little ones, they jump yeah, on. Yeah, I don't love that. This is the like, worst. Like people, people say like, well, they're so small. No, they're no, jumping they're on huge. me. And then there's like those big ones that like can get flat and like somehow crawl like under bookshelves, Ooh. and I'm like. Where are you from? Outer Ooh. space? Are you an alien? or the ones that like go in your boots? How do you do Have that? You heard of the ones that like go in your boots and then Ooh. if you step on it, like yes. it gives you some kind of disease? It's like a specific kind of spider that like likes yep. to be in shoes. I think there's a reason why. Like growing up, we had our shoes, you know, yeah. out on our back porch, and I would like yeah. tuck my shoes before I'd put them on in the morning, or like slam them Same. against the ground to make Same. sure there's nothing in them. Ew. I know. Yeah. Sorry to unlock that fear in you, case, but. Well, I yeah. don't leave my shoes outside for that. I mean, just a I don't. They're inside well, they're too. Inside. I 
They were, you said back inside. porch, Meredith. You said you kept. Yeah, back porch is still inside. Back porch is like, well, it's not like an outside deck. I still. Yeah, I guess I don't. Your you know vision I mean? of a back porch <laughs> and my vision of a back porch are not the same vision, I guess, of a back porch. <laughs> Our porch was interior. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. Well, to go off of Marisphere, I'm just going to broaden the scale. Bugs in mm. general. Ooh. And I'm just going to like. Yeah. You know me? I call everything is an animal. I don't care how <laughs> small you are. I don't care how big yeah. you are. You're an animal. So today I was at work. And we're doing a little inspection on the building. And so we're checking doors and all that stuff. And so I had to go check a door to see if it was locked. So I go outside, the guy that I'm with, I'm like, shut the door. Let's see if it's locked, see if it's blah, blah, blah. So I go to open the door and there is a bug on the inside of the handle, but I couldn't see it because it's on the inside of the handle. No. So I went like that and then it fell down and I went, ah, ah. Okay. And then I was like, okay, David, you can open the door now. Open the door. Open the door. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, the, the door's the door's stuck. I can't, I can't open the door. Oh, I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> open it right you're now. You're funny. I know <laughs> what you're doing. I'm like, open the door. Yeah. And I'm like, open yeah. the door. So then up, upon further inspection of the outside of this door, there is bugs all over this Mm-mm. door. And it's like not, it's oh like, it's gosh. not funny anymore. I'm like, David, open the door. Gross. And then he opens yeah. the door. Another bug falls down. I scream. I run inside. And I'm like, that was the worst thing of my life. And I'm like, yeah, people are like, Casey, you're so dramatic. I don't care. I am so scared. I'm so scared. Hey, gross. I do not care. I don't care. Um, the worst thing, I think, of all the animals and small animals in, in specific, you know those little milli centipedes? Yes. <gasps> Get out of here. 100%. Okay, so there was a time where we lived in a house. It was for about a year. My bedroom was in the basement. And they love Mm-mm. to live in basements, and yeah. they just they just no. all over the all over the ground with their millions of legs. And I would and they like don't bite. They're no. not like a harm. No, they don't. But do they're anything. so scary. They're looking. so scary. And I would get out of bed some mornings and I would step on step, step on them. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. And gosh. when you step on them, they curl into a yes, ball. yes. And they also smell horrible. They smell horrible. And so. When I think of uh, the worst animal, I-, I think of that. And then anything that flies at me, yeah. I'll just scream. So, I, like, if I can truly think of something that would terrify me, like, in, in, in a millisecond, in a matter of moments, it would be that. Mm. I would rather yeah, just totally. run away. Any kind of bee, even if it's like a honeybee, one that's not going to sting me, it's yeah, a threat. get out of there. Oh, because it's flying. Yeah. Like around me. It's flying. It's going to come get me. So speaking of just bugs and animals, I actually have this story about a fear that I didn't know I should have, but I found this animal inside my home. So to set the scene, I live in just a kind of ranch style house. So just like one level. It's in um, rural Charlotte. So there's like a whole like kind of like back foresty thing. It's a neighborhood, but it's like in the forest, whatever. One day I'm at, I'm at a friend's house. I'm not even home. I get a FaceTime call from one of my roommates and she shows me, kid you not, a spider or sorry, snake in the house, snake inside the house, black snake, probably like three feet long, chilling by the fireplace. And I'm like, that cannot be, that cannot be real. The snake has to be outside. How did it get inside? 
but apparently there was a little hole like right by the fireplace that like you know goes outside whatever so it crawled right back in there and we immediately called our landlord and we're like you gotta come fix this because what the heck so i didn't know i should have a fear of snakes inside the house but um yeah that happened to me and i can say it's not fun so maybe i have another fear of finding other things i mean there's been frogs and like those like cockroachy things but i feel like that that's kind of not it's gross but it's kind of typical if you live like out in the woods whatever we also have like big trees and like a fireplace and i'm sure bugs come off of that and whatever but the snake that's that's not okay that's not okay and uh now that's a fear that i yeah didn't didn't know i should have and it came true so yeah gross I literally hate that for you. Oh, it was terrifying. And I wasn't home, thankfully, so I didn't have to see it in the flesh. But it was enough to just see it on FaceTime. I don't think I came home for three weeks. What I'm learning in this moment is none of us would do well in Australia. No. No. None of us. Which is a bummer because it's high on my list. I know. They have snakes and spiders and every kind of animal and they're all poisonous yeah it's the little kill they have like the massive spiders like most of the ones here are fine yeah right for the most part yeah i just i like have you guys seen that video of a snake that came down through a ceiling yes i know the things that we see on spinning and the snake is like trying to get down and like keeps his head and then the guy's recording it and then the snake eventually gets too low, gets caught in the fan, <laughs> gets hucked in a circle, and then right at the guy who's recording. That no. would send me over. Oh, the edge. that'd be too much. Yeah. Oh, that oh would be God. too much. Yeah. No. But I've just seen too many Australia videos of like, oh, look at this guy that got in our house today. It's like a ten foot python, and they're like, whatever. Oh no. Mm-mm. No. Absolutely no. So not. So not uh-uh. not Australia on the bucket list. Gotta take it off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Um, I have one from my childhood, a fear that I had, which I would put in the rational category. I just had a fear that my parents would get a divorce. And I don't even know where that came from because my, like everyone, I think all of my like middle high school friends, their parents were together. But I think I just had this fear like, what if they break up and then like we have to do to Christmas whatnot. I I just had, I truly had this fear like so much that I like, Mm cried about it a couple times i'm like i just don't want you guys and my parents would always be like we're literally oh not gosh. going to you're okay <laughs> like where did that come from like i don't know maybe i caught wind that a loose someone you know was separated or something and i'm like i just don't want that to happen so yeah for the longest time i had that fear but my dad was actually like really sweet and he was you know giving me a lot of comfort and he was like listen Aww. i just love your mom so yeah. much i just would never do that i'm like okay thank Aww. you but that at one point really was a terrifying fear for me. That's horrible. I had a similar, not divorce, but I, uh, I think, do you guys remember like, uh, like Uptown Girls, that movie? Mm. I don't know. Can With you like really the... young Dakota Fanning. Oh, Dakota Fanning. And I don't remember who the older girl was. Brittany Murphy, maybe? I'm looking it She's up di- super, she died. super fast. Look it up, but it's, she, I'm pretty sure that's the title of this movie, but like, her she like nannies this girl this little oh, girl Dakota okay. Fanning, yes, yes, yes but yes, her yes, parents yes. like both died yeah and yes. like the whole movie I don't even remember really the plot it's that was one of those shows that was like always on mm. ABC family yes and 
I don't really remember the plot of the show, but I just remember mm. weeping because her parents died. And then like, I think the little girl's parent mom died too or something. And I just, I, so I was so afraid specifically of my mm. mom dying. Cause like, you know, when you're like little, your mom is like your person. Yeah. Like that was like, you know, like who's like mainly caretaking, mm-hmm. like dad's at work. I, and I, I obviously would be sad. Obviously would be sad my dad died too. But like I, specifically, I remember being like, I could not live without yeah. my mom. Like I need mm. her. Oh, that's sad. Uh, and so that was a fear that little Meredith had. I would like yeah. cry at night mm. thinking about if yeah. my mom died. That's really sad. I used to be scared that my dad would die because my <sighs> grandpa passed away, I think, when he was like 52 or 53. Um, yeah, that's young. And, you know, my parents are like a little bit older because I'm the youngest of like big age gap basically between me and my siblings. But yeah, um, I was always afraid that my dad wasn't going to make it to that age mm. or that like life was going to stop because I never met I never met my grandpa so I was just like it's not gonna happen well because like he didn't make it so like what are the chances my dad is going to and my grandpa lived a drastically different life than my dad and made a lot of different choices um yeah but so I I thought he was I don't I didn't think he was able to make it Mm. past that date because I just because it didn't it happened before so historically it, he was not able to live past that date so I was like holding my breath and I was I think I was in um maybe like elementary school or like early middle school when I first started like thinking about it because mm. it was kind of around the corner at that point so, yeah. yeah that is That's scary, scary. Yeah. but I mean he's still kicking so he's still good we're good praise god he got he got the type two diabetes, but he's all right. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> yeah, no, he's fine. I mean, I kind of had a similar thing because my grandma on my mom's side died like before I was born from a brain tumor, and I always thought like brain tumors were super genetic, and I don't believe they are. I think they're just kind of I don't even know what it what it would be, but it's only a small portion of the tumors that are actually like genetic. But my grandma also died like fairly young and so I was also like oh my gosh but it was my mom would also make it a big deal like oh wow I'm like the age that you know my mom was I'm like ah I'm like don't say that but she just meant for her it was more so I'm like oh wow like I'm taking it in because like I didn't really ever get to see this from my mom so it was was a sweet sentiment but when she said that I was like no you can't say it's still you know I think my sister would always be like you can't say the c word cancer because (laughs) so not not the bad word but cancer because she <laughs> oh Meredith gave me a face not the other one not the other bad um one. just because it was so scary so I feel like maybe that is a childhood thing of like your fears are related to like fa- like something happening to your family member because you're really you really totally. are dependent on them and that's your whole world you know it's still is your mm-hmm. world it just kind of looks different when you're older and maybe make your own families and whatever um so I don't know but I get that that would be a yeah a fear for probably a lot of kids I have I have another one related to a bug, and it's the tick getting stung by a tick, and oh. getting Lyme's disease. Okay, I, hold on, hold on. Ticks do not sting. Okay, well, what do they do? They sorry. Bite. Okay, bite. You're bitten by a tick. 
It's okay. Honestly, in my head, it's same. Synonymous. I don't. I, yeah. Well, they latch. They latch onto you, and they stay on you as mm-hmm. long as they can, and they get bigger and bigger and, and suck your blood, suck which your is blood. super different than getting stung. I'm so sorry really to disrespect the yeah. anatomy of the tick. I'm just, I'm just saying it's just not the same. You got to be careful with those ticks. They like burrow inside of you. Oh, yeah. I I never until recently experienced a tick on me, but I visited um, my boyfriend's family and they only live a couple hours from here in Charlotte and came back, took my hat off and saw this thing fall off of me. And I thought it was a spider, but it was a tick. And then I immediately was like, uh, like I literally had like, and it oh one hundred percent. I I went there in my head. I was like, this is the this is the end of me. And it wasn't Lyme and disease. Like yeah, that that's where I went in my head. Mm-hmm. Lyme disease. And I know there's a, actually a couple of people in my life that um are living with Lyme's disease. And um, so I feel like I I I got to hear their story, which is like really really kind of interesting and cool but sometimes it does put a fear like what if what if I did and then it affects me in this way. You know what I mean? I think just. Diseases in general are kind of my adult yeah. fear. Going back to the parasites, I guess. Yeah. Or I think like autoimmune diseases are something that just kind of pops up out of nowhere yeah. as an adult. And there's like nothing you can really do besides just combat it and fight it your whole life. Totally. there's no medicine or anything you can take. That's really yeah. scary. Do you have any other rational before irrational? I have a couple like kind of random off the cusp, but they're more funny. Well, one that I think that I have been battling and like uh, have been doing a better job with is the fear of people thinking I'm incapable. Okay. Mm. Like looking stupid, um, people thinking that I'm like not smart, like I'm not able to do things um, because I just know that it's not true. Mm. Like I, I know that I am able to do things and I know that I'm not stupid and I know that I I mean there are some things I can't do I'm not great at uh, a lot of sports or sports knowledge as we learned as we learned last week prior <laughs> and like things like that like don't really bother me that much anymore I used to be really afraid of like just looking stupid and mm. like being people being like oh my gosh mm. she can't do this you know but as I like just get older and get more comfortable with who I am, that like isn't really as much of a fear anymore. But I would say like five years ago, mm. yeah, totally. I think that was a huge fear. And I think that went along with like fear of not being accepted. Like you said earlier, of like everyone deciding like, yeah, all right, we don't want to be your friend anymore because I'm mm. not good enough mm. at so-and-so or whatever, you know? But now I just know like, nope, that's just not yeah. true. Yeah. How do you like combat those fears? Like, do you like, speak like truth over those like lies or what does that look like for you yeah it it is um distinguishing like my feelings from truth mm-hmm. like okay and maybe it feels like this person hates me or maybe it feels like I don't have any friends but like mm-hmm. that's not true um like kind of just like facing the facts of like, so I'm not that great at pickleball. Does that mean that the friends that I played with today think that mm. I'm like lesser than? No, because they're my friends. Mm. <laughs> and if they do think that, then they're not yeah. friends, you know. So it's kind of just like 
separating those feelings. I'm a very feeling based person. So that has been like hard for me to do that. Um, but mm. I'm working on it. It's a valid fear. That's good. Thanks for sharing that. I'm trying to think. I didn't have a written down, but I was thinking about just like, I feel like I have all these like goals for my life of like what I want to do and what I want to accomplish, whether that's, you know, doing like design on the side and maybe that picks up and I can, you know, have a studio one day or have X, Y, and Z or it could look different with like my keycations. Like how do I make like traveling be part of like my everyday and like, you know, cause I'm kind of a, a, a work environment, you know, on the side or whatever. But I feel like there's a fear of like, am I going to like ever get motivated enough to do it? Cause it's always like there like, oh, yeah, it would be so cool if, but I struggle with, like, being disciplined to, like, go ahead and do the thing, hence, you know, the 75 soft. I'm like, I need something, you know, if it's not a hard discipline, let's let's ease into it, okay. But I have this fear of, like, maybe not accomplishing my goals. And sometimes that makes me feel stagnant mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, well, now I'm so fearful that what if it doesn't happen the way that I want it to also yeah I cannot agree with you more Carrie. I feel like you're just speaking to my soul Mm. ours are a little different whereas like I'm not like super passionate about design but mine's more of like music and I have so many um projects that aren't ready and they're not like I've done so many things I've made so many videos I've wrote so many songs and done literally zilch with them because I'm just like well um it sucks Mm. but who's to I mean who's to say like it sucks because I'm literally the only one who heard it and so I'm going based off of just like my own thoughts which is super unreliable um but like I remember I think I was like 13 or 14 maybe and I I think I'd started like a YouTube channel or something. I had posted a couple songs on there and like some people had like commented on it and I was like super excited. I was like playing the piano and you know, I'm like young and impressionable and I decided I was going to be the next Justin Bieber girl version and get discovered by Scooter (laughs) Braun, which LOL. LOL. Um, LOL. Um, But I was like, Hey, you got to start somewhere. And I was really, really passionate about it. And I, I would come home after school and I would do something every single day. And then my family found my YouTube channel and they were like, hey, let's play a song. And they played it out loud in front of me. I went home. I said, absolutely shut this off. Aww. I deleted the YouTube page and I never touched it again. Aww. Well, because I deleted it. You, can, you can't touch something you deleted. So yeah. that to me, I was like, okay, well, obviously they're Aww. making fun of me and it sucked. Everything like for me, it's like, I want to follow through with it. And then I like, pull myself back because I'm like, oh, because it's not good enough because I'm like a hundred percent like a perfectionist. And if it's not good enough, then why would I share it with other people? And so it is also really scary when you do something completely on your own. Like you've, you've done everything you've come up with every aspect of whatever project you're doing, like take music out of it. Um, say you're just being creative or you have this idea and you do everything yourself and no one else is accountable for it except for you. And then someone doesn't like it. It's basically like someone like slapping you across the face and be like, never do that again. And so it's, it's this fear of just like actually pushing yourself to do it and just, um, cause you don't know what the results are going to be. Right. 
It's all made up. Yeah. It's all made up in your mind. And Bryce and I were watching this uh, documentary on Netflix yesterday. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I'll try to, I'll like link it or post it or whatever. But basically the most important system in your body is the nervous system. And it's like this a bunch of little like wiry things all going out through your body constantly. And it helps you like feel, it helps you imagine, it helps you literally your personality, every aspect of who you are as a person. And these different connections and stuff can be strengthened with practice and time. And when they say you can teach yourself to do something, literally what's happening is you're creating new channels. And so you have to just like keep practicing and keep repetitioning whatever it is that you want to be successful Mm. at. So when they say like 10,000 hours, essentially what's happening is you're creating new pathways in your brain to exist for long term. So like if you do something really quick and you remember it, it's not like a solid. It's more of like a chemical bond rather than a structural bond is kind of how they describe Hmm. it. So it's like you can do it once and then it it like kind of sticks because you kind of still remember it. But if you're not practicing that skill, so eventually that like connection just completely disappears. But the more you practice it and the more you try, you can literally get your brain to like accept whatever you want your reality to be. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Totally. And then the documentary ends and then reality comes back and then you're like, "Mm, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so not just, I mean, you've put in your biggest desire in life in that. And it's really the people who decide to be the most ambitious and not even ambitious and like, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to outwork you. It's like, no, I really just truly want this and desire this so much that I'm just going to keep doing it. And like whatever happens, happens. And yeah, that's just really hard because I'm a perfectionist and I want it to be perfect And anything I do. It better be the best thing that's ever happened yeah. to myself yeah. or anyone. And that's just, duh, that doesn't even make sense. But, mm. you know, Blech. I know. I think there's some deep, that's good, some deep fears. Even I'm like, I mean, one of my fears, which would never happen, but like if we were like never like if we weren't friends again, you know, like our friendship stopped, like would never happen. But I'm like, that would be, a, I feel like an irrational fear, but just like I can't imagine my life without you guys and like just like like I really feel like family and friends like are all like so. like so important or like even understanding like kind of what you were saying earlier mayor of like understanding yourself on on this other level or like being like a fear of like someone not you know accepting you or whatever like I don't know I I feel like if I could sit in this topic forever I could come up with a million fears oh totally Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to list like just like one or two but I think that's a good one to like round it out on Love it. Well, thanks, guys. Mm. Do you have a little segment? I love this segment. Okay. We have two options. One, if you turned into an egg for a year, (laughs) who's taking care of you? That's amazing. Okay. Okay. And the other option is tell us any story that involves sleep deprivation oh i got a good one for that oh boy let's yeah. do sleep deprivation 
Well, A, okay, I can't Case, do the go first ahead. one because Bryce hates eggs and I don't Ew. know. <laughs> so no one's taking care of you. <laughs> no one else would take care of you. I feel like no uh, just Santa. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Take care of me. Yeah. yeah. She probably would. Thanks, Jess. Okay. Okay. So here's my sleep deprivation slash sleepwalking story. Oh. Um. So this is also really embarrassing exposing myself. I really was into Justin Bieber. Like, I was really into him. Okay. I think a lot of us were, but, like, I was really into him. I still had a flip phone at the time. This is the year, like, 2009, 2010 or something like that. And I don't know why I did this. I had notifications turned on for any time Justin Bieber tweeted on my flip Dang. phone. Dang. That's a lot of time. <laughs> on my f- Lip that's phone. so funny why why did i do that i don't know but <laughs> i did that's and really so good. also rip twitter x now but i'm still gonna call it twitter yeah I don't even care. same yeah um, totally so i would get texts like periodically throughout the day because justin bieber used to tweet a lot like so much that i had to sh- it's like he was texting i know you. i had to sh- i had to shut it off because his name was like justin bieber i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> anyway i'm over it now i'm over it now we all had our moment, though. So, anyway, I had to I had to tell you that to set the scene. So, it was freshman year, and the school seasons, uh, the school volleyball season's about to start. So it's fall, and we went through this period where we we're like moving a lot. That's a whole other story. But basically, what happened is we lived on an apartment, or like in an apartment that was on my high school's like campus. And so it was very, very close to school. So with that being said, we had early morning volleyball practice. And I was, like, trying to make varsity. I was trying to really, like, be impressionable and, like, make my mark. And so I um, set my alarm so that I could be ready to go to practice. Okay? My volume's all the way up on my phone. Oh, no. Like, I'm, I am ready to go. So Justin Bieber decides to tweet <laughs> at like three in the morning. What? Okay. I don't know where he was at, but it was three in the morning my time. Okay. And he tweets. I subconsciously hear my alarm going off. Okay. But it's actually just Justin Bieber tweeting. And I don't remember this, but I get up. I grab my volleyball bag, I grab all my stuff, and I start walking down the stairs of my apartment because, remember, I'm right next to my high school, and I start walking to practice. I don't know this. And you're asleep. And I'm asleep. And then I wake up outside with my mom shaking me going, Casey, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I wake up, and I'm standing outside, and I'm like, Mommy, what, mom, what's what happening? Oh my gosh! Like, She's like, you're sleepwalking. You need to go back inside. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what time is it? She's like, it's like three in the morning. I had practice at like six or something. So clearly not even the same time. So I yeah. go back upstairs and trying to go to sleep after that is not really easy. I don't think I slept very well. No that way. Night. Not when Justin. Exactly. <laughs> and then I and then I like looked at my phone. I'm like, well, why did I wake up? And, like, I maybe was having, like, a vague memory of, like, turning my alarm off or something. And I look at my phone and Justin Bieber had tweeted. And it was my – not my alarm. 
it was just my notification that little Justin was tweeting about something. I don't know, don't know what he oh, tweeted no. about, but I like uh, that. It was really scary. So Justin, I do blame you. For Comes that. out with a new I single, almost, baby. Yeah, <laughs> probably was around that time. <laughs> yeah, I That's mean funny. a little bit, but yeah. So anyway, almost hmm. killed myself. My dad thought I was sneaking out, which I would have never snuck out. I'm not that type of person. Yeah, but yeah. He. That's funny. I, and I quote to my mother, "That little sucker sneaking out." That little sucker. I literally never did anything bad, Dad. Why would you instantly yeah. go to me sneaking out? I didn't even do anything. So anyway, almost killed myself sleepwalking, trying to get to morning practice. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's wild. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of sleep deprivation stories only because I am tired after uh, after 9 p.m., it gets bad. I do get a second wind at 11. So in college, I really tried to get over that first <laughs> hump. You know what I mean? Stick it out so that I can mm. stay up. So I would never call myself like an early, like an early sleeper. Is that what you call it? I never go to bed early, but I do get tired a lot. But I do have this memory kind of recent, like in the last two years, I was flying out of um, Raleigh, which is like two and a half hours from Charlotte. I guess it was just the cheapest flight or something. Um, And I land at like, I think I landed at like 1140 p.m. or something. And I had to drive back because it was like a Sunday night. I had to drive back for work the next day. And I just remember being like, I'm fine. I feel, you know, I'm in the car. Like, I'm good. I just got off the plane. I have this adrenaline. Well, I get like 30 minutes into the trip and I'm I'm dying. I'm dying. And I, I mean, I'm sure I'm swerving at this point. And I know this because at one point I'm going like, you know, 10, 11 over. No, no, um, no cops around me. Not getting another, you know, warrant. Um, none of that. But there was a semi like a little bit behind me. And I remember him laying on his horn for like a mile at me. And I was terrified. Like, I'm sure it was because I was getting in his land and whatever. He probably had every right to be. But it was like the longest, loudest, most annoying. And I was so scared. I think I pulled over at one point because I look over and the guy is just, you know, flipping me off naturally. But he like Mm. I remember looking at him, though, and being so terrified that I was like, I I mean, yeah, I probably could have killed myself or killed him in the process. Or he could have been so mad that he, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they'd be they'd be wild at especially at 1 a.m. He was probably trying to like secretly save your life a little bit. I hope so. Sounds like you're driving like a maniac, and you probably look like you yeah. were either drunk on drugs right. or sleeping. So he was tr- he was probably trying to help yeah. you, or th- or all <laughs> or all. Yeah, just tired. so he's probably trying to help you. Poor thing, but I mean, he probably could have gone about it like a little, a little bit of a nicer way. But at the same time, yeah. like, how do you help somebody? Exactly, I mean, the horn is probably his biggest asset exactly in terms of how he can help you. And he's like massive, and my little car is so puny to him. He's like right. get get it. Right. off like i will you know if something's happening like i'm running you over like this is not gonna be good for anyone yeah. so i right. think yeah. he probably part did of me is really thankful for him though. yeah part of him is really th- he probably yeah, did who knows what would have happened god bless you. wherever you are if you're listening to this podcast god bless i don't know who you are but um thanks for listening but yeah i, I would say that's the most recent like near car accident sleep now i know i cannot drive 
past <laughs> 10 p.m. Really, I should I shouldn't I be doing. Probably well. could have told you that, yeah. but I'm glad you know now. Yeah. Well, I always tell myself yeah. I downplay it. I'm like I'm fine. Like I and normally I'm fine in the moment, but five minutes later I'm not, and I need to think ahead a little bit more. It's something I'm working on. Yeah. So yeah, That's really that nice. would be mine. What's yours, Mary? Um. So my story is sophomore year Heston environmental science with morelby no clue. is that her name that, that sounds right actually I, I one of you i think i think one of you was in this class with me i don't think i ever and took keegan that. was in it too it's probably me maybe it was bryce I, I think bryce was in it actually so anyways environmental science there was a paper due it was like guys shortest paper ever it was literally like a response like mm. we had to read this chapter and write like a page like response, 500 like words paragraphs. or something totally but it was i re- it it was like 1 a.m i had just finished a shift at the lark's nest at the like snack <laughs> men you used to give us free stuff all the time yeah. we, we stole so much from that place sorry Th- probably oh, hundreds no. of dollars oh, yeah. yeah yeah i got ice cream from you like every night <laughs> oh totally yeah and that's how, like, it was with everyone who worked there. Like, everyone was like, yeah, yeah just take true. it. That place you know? probably didn't even make any money, um, <laughs> No. Literally no money. But anyways, so I just got off a shift there. It was, like, 1 a.m., and I was just so tired. I just wanted to go to sleep. But I had to write this little paper. And so my thought process was, okay, I'm going to write a paragraph, and then I'm going to sleep for an hour. And then we're going to get up and write another paragraph. Oh, my God. And then I'm going to sleep We've for been another there. hour. I've been there. Yeah. Guys. In the morning, I proofread that paper. Literally, <laughs> I, w- I wish you still had like, that. At, I do too. At one point, I remember there was a paragraph that was about chicken nuggets and ranch dressing, <laughs> which had nothing to I do with like the chapter. Sounds familiar like, for some reason. Wait, okay. I think I've told okay. you guys this story before. I think I remember, Kira, you were recording yourself. For class, because we had to give like a big presentation where we talked through it. And you were recording yourself and you kept falling asleep while you were recording (laughs) yourself. And then you'd wake up and you'd keep talking. I think. And then you'd fall asleep and you'd keep talking. Yeah, that sounds also familiar. Oh my gosh. Guys, how did we like pass? Honestly, I don't know. Barely. 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 That's funny, Mare. I wish we still had that. I would totally post that on Instagram if we did. I do too. I, I, uh, that laptop is no more. That was my old HP. I waited to get a Mac until my senior year of college. I feel like I remember I you saying, like, way. I'm going to hang on and, like, I'm just going to see how far I can take her. I tried and it just, like, absolutely died. And so then I got a Mac, like, fall of senior year, which was just entirely too late. Guys, if you're going to college, <laughs> get, a, get Mac a MacBook. From- it just, it just is so superior. It's not even funny. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, that's, that's my. The college days of I just truly thinking the we're invincible days. by just napping throughout the night to get something done. You know? Oh, I, my mom, my mom often brings this one up. This is a short story, but I would, uh, like senior year of at Northwestern, I would park on the street by our apartment knowing that I couldn't park overnight and I would be like in bed going to bed sleep and be like oh my gosh I parked on the street I need to move my car and I think like 
honestly, $30 ticket is worth going to sleep right now. <laughs> and then I'd go to sleep and then wake up and, the, yep, there's a $30 ticket and be like, frick, I'm never doing that again. And I would do it again. I wonder how night. much you had like piled up. Do you know how much money you spent on parking tickets? At least $200, really? probably, honestly. Mirror. Like, oh, it was kind of well, often. I guess two yeah. years. Also, they had a Did I have parking. the money to do that? Northwestern had terrible, had terrible parking. parking. Fix your yeah. stuff because it was bad. Yeah, they had 10 and spots right for terrible parking. Close they or built not. A bil- they built a building right on top of the best parking lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they are doing that again. For which? They are. Yeah. There's a girl's dorm going up called Christy Suites. Interesting. Where will it be? And I think this is the plan. Coley is going to get torn down and the guys are going to move into Fern. You can have Fern. And Fern. So then it's going to be like. Take it. Steg, Steg and Christy Suites. It's kind of by it's uh by North Suites, like mm. north of the Learning Commons. Okay, you lost me at North. Uh, same the North Suites. Bryce Bryce oh. was in North. I know, but North like Suites. that doesn't mean like a direction to me. It just means oh. like an area. Okay, so if you're looking, you're at the admissions building. Okay, North Suites. North Suites is here. Uh, our apartment that we lived in is like on the right. Mm-hmm. Christy Sweets is going to be on the left. I'm just going to take your word for it. I'm envisioning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I am. Yep. Or like you're walking from like Zwamer, like that old building. Here's the learning commons. And then here's Christy Sweets. Okay. I, you act like you don't know, but I think you know, I think Casey. You do. I don't know any of these names. I don't know any of these names. I think I blocked it all out. Do you know what the LC is? Oh, the LC. I, I know it. Is that the library? Wait, yes. isn't that the Learning Commons? Oh, oh. yes. Okay. That's what LC yeah. Learning is that what Commons. They call- okay, library. Also, yep. for those of you listening, if yeah. you're, this is your first episode, <laughs> Mer- Meredith um, yeah, so lives sorry. where we went to college. So she's, so I would say she is yes. well-versed. So I'm here. She's well-versed. She's well-versed. We are Literally. trying to remember. Yeah, I know North, South, East, and West. I Honestly, that's <laughs> one of my goals. That's on my vision board this year to know the directions. <laughs> Because I don't. I feel pretty I'm confident giving up on in myself that. Actually. Yeah, if I'm lost, I'm calling Mare. She's going to get me out of there. Mm-hmm. I'm here mm-hmm. for you. Well, guys, this that was, was fun. fun. Thanks mm. for sharing your fears. Yeah. Uh, Both big and small. Hopefully it wasn't like a downer. I think. Oh, <laughs> I, know. Like, I have kind of a funny one because know? I did ask um my boyfriend's um, friends, he's gaming with them right now, what their irrational fears. So this could be a kind of funny way to like end it. One of them said plastic like bags. It. LOL. I don't know why. <laughs> Did you give a As reason okay. behind that? Like, I don't know, to be honest. No mm. reason. Maybe. But we're going to go with that one. And I then like the it. other okay. one was getting acne again. <laughs> again. And I thought that one was that's so real. kind of, yeah. that's so real. probably more Honestly, rational than yeah. anything. Or like something like psoriasis yeah. or some sort of skin oh, thing that you just yeah. can't really get rid of. You just have oh. to kind of live with. Ugh. But we'll end on yeah. plastic bags. That was a little bit more funny. But yeah, yeah. end on plastic bags. Key yeah, brings I know. down the mood. I really tried to bring it up. Like a plastic bag. Like a plastic Drifted bag. through the wind. Wanting to start again. Keep Maybe going. that's why he's scared. Yeah. Maybe he's actually Maybe. scared of Katy Maybe. Perry. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Mary, you should have added that on your list earlier. Number one. Oh yeah. Katy Perry. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Well, this is fun. Um, you guys, please follow us on yeah. social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Um, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere your podcasts are played, and make sure that you um, rate, review, like, subscribe. I don't even know the lingo, but please do all share, of it. Share, share. share it so that That's everybody great. can find us and listen to us. Tell your, Tell friends. your friends. If you have any fun things that you want us to talk about, you can email us at it's been forever pod at gmail.com. And I think that's or just it. DM us on Instagram. That's all good. Exactly. Too. We'll answer you. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Bye. Bye guys. Bow, 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 bow.